is the University of Michigan. Touchdown, Michigan! Welcome back to Blue by 90. I am Justin, joined by Jack. Kalen is on vacation, so we'll give him a little shit. Um, maybe this is our <laughs> chance to talk shit about Kalen, actually, when he's Let's not do it. here. We'll rip on him. Um, but we've got a fantastic replacement for Kalen here and a special guest, recurring guest. Recurring guest, three-time, I think. Three-time Cam from the Michigan page. The best page on Instagram. If you uh, if you don't follow Cam at the Michigan page on Instagram, he's also got a really good Twitter as well. Um, you can go follow him there. Cam, how you doing, man? I'm great. Thanks for having me, boys. It's a pleasure to be back. For sure, for sure. So, uh, you know, we usually try to try to get you on uh, right before the the football season to do a little preview here. I know you've been. Uh, You've been running your page, and I'm sure you've been looking forward to some uh, some actual real content because you haven't had like outside of basketball, like we haven't had real content, you know, uh, for since 2019. So for football, so that's going to be exciting, I'm sure for yourself. I know you put up a ton of stories right now, but like you're gonna have a lot to go off of uh, of here in a few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. The the stories is a feature that. I make the absolute most out of, um, considering I don't have a lot of content to make actual posts of. I do what I can, but I really enjoy the story features. So all my followers and fans, you'll notice that I'm most active on my season after football and basketball. I know we were struggling to kind of get content out there. I mean, recruiting so hit or miss here and there during the spring and whatnot, and it's like, I feel like once Big Ten Media days came around, it was like, boom, all right, we're back full tilt. We can kind of start putting shit up, like, pretty consistently. Um, but the, how you manage to do it all year round is, is crazy, really mind-blowing for me. Yeah. yeah Jack, that, guys. Jack is, uh, you know, we've kind of joked on the pod here a lot that Jack has been putting off his hype, buying into the hype. Of, uh, yeah. of Michigan football, and I know Big Ten Media Days came. Now they're in camp. You know, for you, how is the hype? How do you even try to like separate yourself when you're in it and have people? You know, people, fans in your DMs. You have players in your DMs, coaches, and and everybody all over the page. Do you like? Are you like full on Michigan hype all year long? No, uh, believe it or not, I'm, I'm not. Um, especially after all this pain that we've had to endure, sadly, uh, especially after a, a disastrous season during a pandemic that we saw in the 2020 football season, Michigan going two and four. I'm getting more and more and more accustomed to the pain. And you know what? I'm building up my barrier, my wall, and I'm just being more protective about it. Dude, you're becoming a true Michigan fan, just like the yep. rest of us. It's well, funny. We, it's, it's funny. We follow. Uh, so we, we've had Cox by 90 on here, South Carolina game couch guy, our boy Jeff down there. Show uh, yep. me your TDs. And um, <laughs> he I feel I feel like like following him 
there's so much positivity right now surrounding the South Carolina football program. Well, they got I don't a know new because coach. of the coaching. I feel like that's what it is, right? There's a coaching change. Everybody's hyped up about it. And I just feel like, man, Michigan football Twitter and like just social media in general is pretty, pretty negative. And we're a part of that, which, you know, can be good, can be bad. Um, but I feel like it's just, it's just, it's just downward, man. It's hard to be positive, but after big 10 media days, I know Ro was saying, I'm trying to stay away from being hyped up, but it's, it's hard not to get a little bit excited once you hear the coaches start talking and players start talking about change and, and all that, you know, renewed energy and, and bringing the new coaches in. I mean, have you heard anything from any players or, um, you know, kind of what's your feel on all that stuff? Do you think it's just all hype or do you think there's an actual change out there? It's, that's kind of coming. Yeah. So, so I was just talking about how, you know, I built up my walls and well accustomed to pain and I'm just getting used to it. But at the same time with the, a month out from the first game, I do, I do, you know, smell that, that, that fall around the corner, the football season in the air. Um, so the excitement is building. It's usually right around now, which is when I, it really starts to turn on. Um, so I am getting very excited for this season. I'm not really sure what to expect as for what I've, what I've been hearing from players themselves, honestly, guys, it's a disappointing answer, but not a whole lot. I feel like I haven't even really been trying to find out a lot from them. I just want to see results on the field. Do more, say less. Agreed. I like that. I like that. I mean, I feel like there there has been a lot of people out there or, or players in the past that have been kind of vocal on social media and then it doesn't turn out well for Michigan in the end, right? Obviously, they haven't, you know, won that last game that last weekend in uh, in November. And so it, it doesn't seem, you know, I saw something actually from Jim Harbaugh today. He said something like, Blake Corum does everything he says plus more. And Hassan Haskins doesn't say a word, but does everything that Blake Corum does. So I feel like when your leaders are like that, where they're kind of like, quiet leaders but lead by example and just get shit done without saying it that changes things and and I don't know if Cade I think Cade is kind of the same way he's not like some cocky dude that's like you know Baker Mayfield or or uh what's the kid from uh from Oklahoma now uh that's Spencer like, Rattler Spencer Rattler yeah fuck that kid but uh <laughs> like I, I don't know. It just seems like there's a little different way they carry themselves. And maybe that's uh, helped out with uh, spreading around to the rest of the locker room. Yeah, that's a valid point. I, I also see that with Cade myself. And I mean, I feel like every year, too, it's like Michigan's overhyped. They're overhyped. They're overhyped. And then we, you know, yes. fans buy into the hype. And then when it doesn't live up to it, then we're disappointed and it becomes toxic. So I'm, yeah, I'm I, all for I'm all for like, you know, the media not hyping up Michigan football, not even being in the top 25, you know, like Cam, like you said, do more, say less. I'm all for it. I, I love it. Yeah, this, this we have not had a lot of offseason hype, uh, rightfully so. So I, I'm just really it sounds so crazy, but kind of enjoying the silence. Like we don't we don't deserve it at this point after last season. Just show show us something first. And I'm and sure not, that's what the not players... just week one. Show us <laughs> show us something after week one. Right. Right. Can't always be the best team in September and then and then fall off. Right. But I'm sure the players love it, too. They're probably like, fuck, man, I'm sick of being like hyped up when we don't like, you know, yeah. end up doing that all year long. So they're probably, you know, like to have a little chip on their shoulder, be a little bit of the, of the underdog going into the season and then, you know, hit people in their mouth. 
Yeah. I mean, there. listen, I, I think there's the, – the thing about Michigan football is every September there's going to be hype, you know, because 90% of the time you win those first four games and you go into October and you get into Big Ten play and all of a sudden all it takes is a few wins for ESPN to hop on the bandwagon, right, uh-huh. because they can get a ton of clicks and views out of it. They love to put Michigan in a top 10 game at night midseason against – you know, Wisconsin or Penn state or something. And then it's like, all right, big name, big brand name, you know, like that. But, you know, if the players and coaches and everybody tries to stay under the radar as much as possible, not start guaranteeing things like that and all that, I think it'll be a little bit different vibe. Um, Now, you know, going back to last season, it was a very negative vibe, right? Like it was, it just seemed like, Nobody was bought into the to the team or the coaching staff, and nobody wanted to be there. There were times when we watched that football team, and they're like, it's like they're trying to get off the field as quickly as possible. So, you know, I don't know, Cam, if you experienced it. I mean, the only way to interact with players and coaches last year was through through social media. So I don't know, you know, with your page, if you experienced some uh, of the negativity, whether it was, you know, we know that you – you talk to Giles Jackson or you talk to some of these other guys, you know, have you, how, what was it like talking to guys last year through that shitty season? And do you feel like they're feeling there's a different vibe to them this year? Yeah, I feel like there's a, there's a sense of unity that we can sense from the outside perspective as fans with this team, especially with, True freshman quarterback J.J. McCarthy, I noticed that he seems to comment on every single player's post and just seems to be trying to be friends with everybody, which I think can really pay off in the long run. Um, So you always want to have the ultimate leader at quarterback. That's the number one position for a leader to lead the offense, and that's what you want to see. I feel like last season we saw more of clicky group-to-group type of team where these players mess with these players, but these players yeah. didn't mess with these players, and we saw it on the field. That that makes sense. I mean, we we were talking about it a little bit before here that we we it, it'll be interesting to see, Giles Jackson specifically, right, is, you know, he's, I would say some people call him a diva or some something. He had a little bit of an attitude, I think. Uh, some, some guys may have liked it. Some guys may have not. Well, now it'll be interesting to see what happens when he comes back to Ann Arbor, you know, for the Washington game, are people going to be boys with him or Jack, what was the, the, the Josh Ross quote? So I think it was Josh Ross and it was, uh, I believe he was quoted as saying something like, you know, for that Washington game, like Giles better not come across the middle or something along those lines which I loved, right? It's your opponent now, you yeah. know, he's almost like, you know, if you're not, if you're not with us and fuck you, which I, I love that attitude. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen in that game. I'm, I'm very excited about that. I liked, I like that little attitude and energy that they displayed. Yeah, me too. I mean, you gotta have a little, like something on your shoulder, right? Like a little bit of just like chippiness where, you want to, uh, I mean, if, if you're not with us, you're against us, right? Like, Cam, that's that unity that you're talking about. And I do feel like, 
you know, I, I think Jim Harbaugh said it today as well, where the biggest difference he's seen in the coaching staff is like, hey, we're one group. We're one one coaching staff and they have fun and they play off each other. He's talked about it in the past where they like bounce ideas off each other all the time, too. I don't know if it was like that before. So it does seem like there's a little bit of a different uh, vibe there for sure. Also watching. That was not a uh, question at all. Well, I was going to say watching this, uh, this pass game, Quinn Nordine just absolutely drilled a fucking 50 yard field goal. Probably would have been good from 60, 60, 65. I mean, he fucking drilled it. He hasn't missed one in, in training camp. I saw either. He was like 14 for 14 or something. Gives me flashbacks to 2017 uh, Florida. Remember that field goal right against Bama and the Citrus Bowl right before half? Yep. Drilled it. That was like a 54-yarder, 57-yarder, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Dude's got a fucking leg. So are people going to say that he didn't? He wasn't developed at Michigan too? <laughs> <laughs> That's the narrative, man. <laughs> yeah, he had narrative. a rough senior year, so that sure doesn't help. Yeah. I mean, it's, kicking is just so mental, man. I, I, and, like, it's just – People don't understand how hard it is. People think like, oh, you're just a kicker. It's like, all right, first of all, just anybody go out and try and make a, a 30-yard field goal. 90% of people out there can't do it, first of well, all. So Second I was going to say, with tattoo, it's not like it's sitting on a tee. Like, no. It's like, it's you like got, you're at the plate and somebody's pitching you a ball and you have to hit it dead center field every fucking time. Every yeah. fucking time, have your right? time perfectly right, and right. there's – a 350 yard or 350 pound lineman coming at you. And there's a hundred thousand people in the stands that are trying to make you miss, you know, (laughs) you're on the road for, for instance, like people, uh, same with long snappers and punters. You know, I, I hate when people shit on those guys. So, all right, that was a tangent. That's all right though. Special Uh, teams players are people too, man. There you go. There you go. That's your shirt. Pat McAfee, <laughs> punters are people too. I love it. I love it. Um, so I know we, I mean, we're obviously, this is a, a very social media focused podcast because Cam runs the best social media page out there. So we'll stick to that, that uh, topic for right now. But, um, you know, the other thing that we've seen and we've seen it in social media, we've seen it in their recruiting photo shoots and things like that. Michigan's definitely hired some people and put some efforts towards bringing that into the 21st century, essentially, and creating some cool new stuff that some other teams are doing. Maybe it's a little edgy. Maybe it's just like with the kids type of thing. Uh, You know, what do you think about that? How do you think that has an impact on whether it's recruiting or NIL or just like how people view Michigan? Do you think that the guys seriously take that in? Absolutely. In the year 2021, social media is everything for these kids. I I personally have indeed noticed an increased social media presence with our official fan or uh, our official page. I did uh, notice the hire, um, and I noticed too. I maybe it was her idea of the new helmet stickers, and they I feel like they just introduced these yesterday or, or the day before that listening you guys have to check it out michigan completely like overhauled their helmet sticker design and now they have like multiple different designs for example you can 
earn a helmet sticker with your area code on it, which is kind of cool. But there are other ones where it like is repping the Outback Bowl logo, which I just do not understand. I feel like I feel, <laughs> personally, I, I do not like the these new stickers. I feel like they look tacky. And I just if we're going to use stickers, I feel like we should have just kept the retro Wolverine and just went with one design. Um, that or maybe little block M's or no stickers at all. Cause I feel like it just, it does take away from the iconic winged helmet design and look it's the best helmet in college football. So I wanted to bring that up. Um, it's a little off topic, but they introduced it through their Instagram page. So I just wanted to bring that up for you guys to go check out. And I, I I'm curious to hear your opinions on them, but so I'm a- in my in my opinion, I feel like they should also really try and improve their graphics. I noticed like the basketball page has stepped it up. Shout out uh, Ben Silberman, dude. Uh, he's been he he's got so hired good. there and and he oh he got hired with Michigan basketball on a date yeah on a daily basis man uh, yeah. he's just grinding for them and and they're not even recognizing him in the in the post it, it you know the fans the true the real ones know it's him. The real ones know it's his style and and know who's behind the graphics and the magic created there. But how old is Ben, by the way? Man, he's like he's got to be like six or seven years younger than me, man. He's like he's he's young. He's like a kid. I feel like kid's a stud though. He kills eighteen to twenty. He's incredible. So imagine where he's at in five years from now. So oh yeah. Um. So shout out to Ben Silverman, go give him a follow, but he's putting in work for the basketball page and I've noticed it's paying off with their engagement numbers. And I'd love to see it for football because our numbers definitely could be better. Like the, the official football page, I think I saw the other day, it has 320,000 followers. Um, it, it should be getting better engagement on its post than that. I'm going to to jump back to the helmet stickers real quick. I'm going to yep. agree with you and disagree with you. Yes, Michigan has the best helmet in college football, but I kind of love these helmet stickers. I don't like the Outback Bowl one. I think if you're putting any bowl game stickers or anything, That's like it should be like a participation trophy. Right. It should yeah. be like Big Ten championship or college football playoff appearance or something like that. But I like the wins. I like the win numbers Ooh, I like on there. I, I liked those. Area code was cool. But yeah, Outback Bowl, like any corny shit like that, like keep it off. But I like the win numbers. I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty sweet. Um, to area me, code and and yeah, if it's like Big Ten championship or um, college football playoff, I think that could go on there. That'd be cool too. But I, I'm I'm with you. The classic, you know, Wolverine decal is is always a good choice. But I, I like the helmet stickers personally. To me, I I think I mean I'm with you guys. I think that. Um, Oh, I, I think they, they shouldn't have helmet stickers at all. I actually, I like that they're trying to be creative with it because it make you know, that shows that they're trying, you know, it's right. not all tradition and we got to keep things the same. They're trying to do different things, which I appreciate and like that. Um, but to me, helmet stickers are very much Ohio state. They put the Buckeye on there. They, they fill the whole helmet and people know by the end of the year, you're supposed to have like, you know, that whole helmet filled. Right. And the reason is because that helmet is very bland, but you know, at the beginning of the year, it's just a silver helmet. It's just a shitty helmet. Yeah. It's just a shitty helmet. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, but I, that's where like, I agree with you guys. Like it's, that's not really our thing. I know they did it in the past, but I, I'm with you. Um, but like I said, 
you know, I, I appreciate that they're trying to move forward with things, do try new things, do different things. The thing about like trying new graphics, trying new music, trying new, you know, events that all that stuff, uniforms, you're not going to hit a home run every time. There are going to be times that you swing and miss, right? Like I, you know, we put out tweets, you put out Instagram posts, you know, we put out Instagram posts too. And it's like, not everyone is a smash hit, right? Some people don't like him. So, so, you know, that's where Michigan is kind of similar or, or running a, a social media or having a presence is similar for Michigan. Um, but I like that they're, they're giving it an effort there. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I agree with you there, Ro. I just, my first initial reaction was like, whoa, that's a little bit of an eyesore. There's a lot of detail there and it takes away from the iconic wings. But at the same time, when I when I do see like week one, the bear helmet, it looks it looks a little dry. It looks strange. But maybe that's just because we're so used to seeing it full of stickers. And another thing you have to account for is what it looks like by the end of the season, like what we were talking about with the Buckeyes lids. Um, I remember like specifically with Shea Patterson, he had so many stickers. His helmet was all maze. Um, In my opinion, that didn't look good because it took completely away from the wings again. So imagine what that'll look like with these new stickers that look so different with with each one and have such mm-hmm. incredible little detail and such a little circle of a sticker. So I yeah, I, I I'm with you on the uh, like with Shay's helmet, right? It was like too covered. It was just too much. Like if maybe if yeah. they if they like if we go back to, you know, maybe if they do only put the win totals on there, that would be less and it wouldn't be as bad. But if they kind of accumulate every year. You know, that could be too much. Well, if they put the, wind total, the stickers don't look as good with the winged helmet because there's too much. There's already like you have so little space, right? It yeah. just doesn't look great. Yeah. With the wind yeah. totals, they'll only add six this year, right? Yes. Yeah, so there's plenty of room. <laughs> yeah. We could. Uh, we could just maybe decrease the size of the sticker. Maybe. True. But yeah, then, then again, the de- the li- if you're going to include all this little detail, that's only going to have to get smaller then. Yeah, I know. Oh well, well we'll see. Maybe they only have them for camp. I don't know. They could be doing Maybe. something. Who knows? We'll yeah. see. Um, we'll see what they look like in person here. Hopefully, in in a few weeks, which will be fun. Um, so I I mean, what else? Uh, what else? Cam, give us some. Just uh, let's talk about what. Why don't we talk about some predictions here? Well, uh, you know, we've got this team here that nobody really knows about, right? And it feels like there's so much up in the air on the defensive side of the ball. It's all new coaching staff on the offense. It's a new quarterback, somewhat, you know, new starter going into the season. Uh, a lot of new faces uh, at the receiving core too. Um, and so I, I want to get your prediction. We'll we'll start with, why don't we start with your breakout players on offense and defense? Okay. So for breakout players, I have a list of multiple players. I'd be curious if you guys could send me a DM after you listen to this episode and tell me who you personally think out of my list or are going to actually be breakout players after all is said and done. I have Eric All, the tight end, offensive lineman Zach Sinter. I've heard a lot of hype and praise out of this man. Uh, on the D-line, Taylor Upshaw, David Ojabo, a defensive back, DJ Turner, 
And actually, surprisingly, George Johnson, who Ronnie Bell actually shouted out as being surprisingly very difficult to go against in practice lately. I found that very interesting because I remember him as a recruit and a commit, and I just haven't seen anything out of him so far. So I would love to see that because he's a he's a player out of Florida. So I'd I'd love to see uh, all of, you know, just our Florida players break out. Um, So. I also have a defensive tackle, Mazzy Smith. We need a big year out of our defensive tackle position. Hey, I'd love to be wrong, and maybe it turns out to be Christopher Hinton. Um, I'm all for it. We just need a big year out of that position. I also have Mike Sainrestil, the wide receiver. Are you going to name the whole roster? No. Jim Harbaugh name every player. Cut him off but. at 11. <laughs> oh, Jim. So, Jim, who's been uh, playing well? All right. Yeah. So, we're going to start off at number one. Uh, yeah. Then we'll go to number two and three. Yeah. So, oh, man. <laughs> I, I'm curious what you guys think. Between Mike Sainer still, Cornelius Johnson, or A.J. Henning, who do you think would have the biggest year this season? Ooh. Sainer still I mean, Henning and, and A.J. Henning? Or, sorry, Sainer still and Say it again. Sorry, shit. <laughs> yeah, you had it. Yeah, those two. Those two plus Cornelius Johnson. All right. Go for it, Jack. I want to say Mikey, man. Air Mikey. I'm a fan. I love Sainer so still. But I, would love, to see, but I would love to see Henning, too. He made the switch, guys, for, for you guys listening. Uh, Mike Sainer still made the switch from number 19 to 5. Um I personally really liked the look of 19 because it was so unique, especially with yeah. his very unique name. Never seen a name like that. Um, but five is a number that looks good on anybody, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Especially, especially right. if I'm you're gonna, playing like a position like that. I'm going to come out of left field here. Dalen Baldwin. Okay. The, the new man on campus. I think I'm excited for that. I'm excited, too. Jackson State boy, so he's got a little prime time on Sanders. Coach Prime. You know, so he need, he's got a he's a dog, right? Which we need some dogs. And it like <laughs> dog. he, I mean he's good, dude. He's also 6'2, 220. You know, that's that's a pretty big boy for, for a speedy wide receiver. So uh, you know, for for us who were trying to he's obviously not 6'4, 230 like Nico, but that's still a pretty big boy, and we, we're trying to replace Nico here. So that's that's who I've got on the offensive side. Well, you know what I love about him, too, is he's a Michigan kid. He's from Detroit, South understands Detroit. the rivalries, and, you know, he's coming back to a program that, you know, needs needs some help a little bit right now. So I, if he can bring some fire and a veteran presence, I love it, man. But I, I'm, I'm curious to see what he what he brings. Me, too. I was going to say, like, I'm a little concerned about our lack of big body size, like a oh, BJ totally. type of receiver. We're, mm. we're, if you look at the roster now, that's that's where we're lacking. But Baldwin helps with that. But that's only one man. So let's see what he's got. Mm-hmm. And to go off what you said, too, with the D-line, man, I was watching uh, – I don't know why I fucking do this. Every time it's on, the 2016 Michigan-Ohio State game. Why, but you look why at that D-line. You look at that fucking D-line. You got Taco Charlton. So good. You've got Mo Hurst, Mo Hurst. Chase Winovich. Rashawn Gary, Chris Wormley, Chris Wormley. Yeah, every all single one of those guys, like, in the NFL, every yeah. single one. And they're just fucking like, it's just fun to watch when you see the D line can get pressure on its own and like make a play in the backfield. 
that shit I missed. So I love if I mean, we know Chris Hinton is good. We had a lot of hype with Mozzie Smith coming out of his recruitment, but he hasn't really played. If he can come yeah. out and play well, Julius Welshoff, we haven't seen too much of. Aiden Hutchinson, Braden McGregor, if he's fucking healthy. I mean, he yeah, was a hyped-up kid. Like, yeah, there's plenty of talent there. It's kind of got to see it come to fruition. Harbaugh talked uh, today about – he said uh, they had 12 plays, uh, scrimmage plays that they did, and Taylor Upshaw was in the backfield disrupting things for four of them. And then Aiden awesome. Hutchinson was for the other, like, three, I think, or something he said that. So, like, if we can – that's where it starts. 100%. You're correct. You know, it, it starts with that D line. And that's why that 2016 team was so good is because nobody could a run on them and they'd stuff the run. And then our defensive backs were so good. That's when they could play one-on-one because right. they only, they only had to guard and cover for five, three to five seconds, you know? So yeah. you're, you're right. I'm very excited about the running back group. I, I And with quarterback, I, I feel like Cade is the starter. He was actually named QB1, which I loved. I loved that the staff came out and announced, God forbid you announce the damn starter a little bit early. <laughs> well, finally, he did it. And I feel like that's good for the team. It's good for Cade. And it's good for JJ. And mm-hmm. Alan, you, can't, you can't forget Alan Bowman, too. Hey, can't forget Dan Valari. Can't, you can't forget Superman Dan Valeri either. But, uh, <laughs> That's right, baby. Mr. Taysom Hill. But yeah. um, I feel like we're, we're going to see JJ this year, most definitely. Hopefully, hopefully, knock on some wood, not due to an injury, but uh, just splitting reps or just want to see what he's capable of or maybe Cade's struggling a bit. Um, and honestly, I think we're going to see all three quarterbacks, but that doesn't sound very ideal in some cases. So I just hope we figure it out and we find our for sure guy and he can stay healthy. But in terms of the running back group, guys, Hassan Haskins feels like we've had him for a long time now. Uh, Blake Quorum, who this is only his second year and he's just getting started. And then Dude. true freshman Donovan Edwards, who just won a state title. I'm so excited about this group, but it sounds like the staff's pretty set on a three-man rotation again. Plus, there's going to be more than three running backs. We already know that. They're going to use more than three, to be honest. But um, we're, we're probably not going to just rock with one. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I feel like we should stick with one and ride the hot hand. But at the same time, you need to keep the legs fresh. I, I agree. I think, I think you got to get a good one-two punch with, with uh, Haskins and Corum. And then Edwards can come in in certain situations when they need a breather. Right? But like, I like that. You know, I... It's tough because I, I you want to I think Donovan Edwards could be like a, a fucking sick running back. So what do you do with him then? You know, but I think that you know we know that Hassan. This is Haskins. Is is he senior year? Yes. Okay. I think so. Uh, yeah, he's a senior. So let Donovan Edwards develop. Let Haskins have his year, and then next year it's a quorum, Edwards, one-two punch, and you're good to go. There's no need to just try and force Edwards in there this year as a true freshman. Mm-mm. Yeah, I agree. No need. I mean, I think, we, I think we'll see out of Edwards at least, like, the first few games, right, before we can, like, burn his red shirt. Um, you know, kind of what they were doing with quorum, like, get him in the game, maybe do some kickoff returns, punt returns, stuff like that. But, honestly, I keep – 
I keep kind of forgetting about Donovan Edwards just because like the recruitment hype is hype is over and yeah. fucking Blake Corum's a stud. I, I, Dude, I did really you, want did to you see Blake see? Corum be running back number one, but Hassan Haskins is fucking he's legit too. He's a solid guy. I know. Did you see Corum's like his new like uh, MGO Blue profile picture, or whatever? They're Dude's like, fucking Diesel, man. He's huge. Diesel. He and he's he fast. Looks, you know who fast. he looks like to me? Yeah, that's the thing. Is I well, I I hope he hasn't lost a ton of his speed from putting on muscle. But you know who he looked like to me? He kind of looked like Mike Hart, where their little short guys would just like they just go outward. You know, like, I actually it, think he's actually bigger than him. Damn. I was gonna say Mike he's Hart like Mike like, Hart on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, he I looks huge. He's bigger. And I think, I mean, he's definitely faster than Mike Hart. I think that for sure. What do we think I'm, Mike Hart weighed in, uh, in college? At Michigan? Oh, he might be bigger. I'm looking at yeah. Mike Hart now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 210, 215. But he was also not that tall. How tall was Mike Hart? 5'9", 10? Yeah, he's So short. maybe he was a little bit lighter? I don't fucking know. I want to say 210, yeah. He was at 206. Okay, yeah. round up. I'll take it. So, What's Coram at? Does they have him listed right now? I'm sure. Let's see. I'm curious to see that. But yeah, fuck me. I, 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 what is five he eight, five eight two hundred for Coram. I mean, that's a straight diesel, dude. Dude, that's big for five five foot eight, and you're he's over not fat. It is like all muscle. Jacked. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Fucking A. I mean, to go, let's go back to quarterbacks real quick. Yeah. I feel like Cade McNamara is not getting enough love for what he can do, man. He's he when he was in last year, he looked like a reliable, solid quarterback that could make all the throws. I feel. Am like I the wrong? Reason, the reason, no, you're not. I just feel like the reason for that is because it was. It felt like just a short little glimpse. Could have been it too. It would have been different. He would have had a lot more hype if it was all season long. Definitely. Yeah. You know, if oh, we, sure. I feel like if we, I don't know, if we had Cade for the MSU game, we win. 100%. 100%. Like that, that game was not all on Joe, but like Joe was awful. I'm sorry, man. Like people want to be nice to Joe, but dude, I, you just can't like be the guy that gets hyped up. And, and I don't know if, if it's on us or, you know, the media to hype him up and not more on Joe, but like, man, I mean, talk about an all time disappointment, right? I mean, to me, Absolutely. what I'm, what I'm saying it is he was fucking injured. I think it'll tell the real story with him at Tennessee. Well, then what, does what he do the at Tennessee? fuck are we doing? Then put exactly. in. You saw his fucking ham was all wrapped up after the first game of the season. They started playing well, like shit, but that's right. I mean, why don't you put fucking Caden? Why don't you put somebody else in there? Jesus. It's a Christ. lost season already. I think uh, he had Joe had so much hype because of his measurements and, and potential, yeah. but he was just so raw. But if you're going to take a raw quarterback, you best believe that you're going to be able to get him to where he needs to be. If you're going to take a raw quarterback, because you can take a lot of quarterbacks in a class that are not as raw, that aren't as much of a project, that aren't going to take as long to get ready for the big stage. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, that's where I, people give Harbaugh shit because everyone said he was the, uh, the QB whisperer, right? I mean, at some point, 
you gotta if you're a college quarterback and an NFL like pro, you know, uh, quarterback, then you gotta be able to teach how to be a quarterback, <laughs> right? Yep. Like I don't know. I mean, we're going down a rabbit hole now, but that's all right. Uh, I don't know. It's just now we're going back back in time. But, um, you know, I, I think hoping that I, I think we have to expect that Cade and JJ, one of them have to work out pretty well for us. Right. And so I think Cade is the guy. How I see Cade is he's the guy that knows every play and every playbook possible. He's very smart, going to be under control. He's kind of the perfect Harbaugh guy. Not too talented. He's almost a Jake Rudock type where he, like, is super smart, field general, can't do anything crazy with his arm or his legs, but can get it done. So, I don't know. Maybe that works out well in Harbaugh's favor. I'll take Jake Rudock again. I would 100% take Jake Rudock. Yeah. Yes. I'm good with we that. Just, we have a We have an underlying issue of keeping the quarterback healthy all season long. True. You see yeah. the elite teams, they somehow ha- find a way to do it. That usually means that their offensive line's, you know, sufficient enough. So. Or they know um, how to slide. Yeah, that too. Like, true. Brandon Peters season, and Dylan McCaffrey don't know how to slide. Fucking McCaffrey, dude. Last season, our offensive line was brand new, so young. And it's it's similar this season, but a little bit better, more experienced. Um, so we need a big year out of the offensive line and quarterback position to help the running group excel. Yeah, for totally. sure. I, I think, I think the, the, the season, the season lies on the lines, both offensive and defensive. So yeah, we'll see how those go. All right. Um, let's see. We, we talked about breakout players, MVPs kind of. Um, how about like when we look at the schedule, are, do we think that we'll have any upset wins that, I mean, we're, I, I think Michigan's going to be favored in probably eight games and, and the, uh, the dog in four ish, maybe five ish. Wow. What do you think? I don't, I don't like Michigan as an upset because we have not proven to, win those games under sure. Harbaugh, uh, straight up. I have no reason to think that we're going to go in and have this huge upset win. Um, I'm looking at, and this is, this is on a very positive note here. I'm, I'm looking at nine, eight and four and nine and three. But I mean, like if shit goes south guys, we can see, you know, six and six or worse. Um, will we see better than nine and three? I would be pleasantly shocked. I'm looking at three straight, four straight wins to start off the season. One game that has me concerned is Washington, but I don't see us losing that game at night in the big house. Um, I don't feel very comfortable at Wisconsin. We don't play well there. Wisconsin is one of the best teams in the Big Ten. Um, I see us easily going into Nebraska and winning. I do see us beating Northwestern at home. I will mm-hmm. say, guys, Michigan State and Mel Tucker have me nervous. I respect that is so sad. Like I respect, I know I respect Mel Tucker and the direction he's taking the program. I, when I when they first made the hire, 
I laughed and I said, fuck yeah, right? Like, I can sit <laughs> back and go back to bed because they made the hire at fucking midnight or 1 a.m., something yeah. crazy. And I like, they hired Colorado's head coach. Are you serious? But, no, he beat us his first year. And I I really like the additions he's made to his own roster over his first offseason. So I do think we beat MSU, but I, I'm just concerned about the game. I feel like right now it's a complete could go either way. It's it's in East Lansing this year, guys. And then after MSU, we have Indiana in Ann Arbor. Indiana is really, really, really good. Have arguably the best quarterback in the Big Ten right now in the preseason. We're not sure about C.J. Stroud uh, with uh, Ohio State's quarterback. He hasn't started yet, but he seems to be their quarterback this year. Um, I can see us winning that game, but... Indiana could easily beat us and and I I do not see us going into Happy Valley and winning we just we haven't it that that is the craziest atmosphere in college football uh, I see us beating Maryland and then I see us taking an annual loss to that team down south yeah <laughs> I mean I'm not as optimistic as you eight and four <laughs> nine and three fucking eight. I mean looking at it right now like until I'm until I see anything that makes me think otherwise, I'm thinking six and six, seven and five. Actually, looking at it, I Jack, mean, it all depends. You changed a lot in one. Dude, I have. I respect change. <laughs> I respect yeah. it. You were such a hype man. I know. I just can't do it to myself anymore, man. So I mean, Western, I think that's a win. Washington, I think could go either way. North Illinois win. Rutgers win. Wisconsin loss. Nebraska win. Northwestern, I'm saying that's a loss. I mean. If they're as good as they were last year, I, I think they lost. They, 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 they lost every. Yeah, exactly, bro. Plus, well, um, then I'll switch it seven, five, eight, and four. Northwest, but, Northern Illinois has Rocky Lombardi. Guys, remember that. Do they? Oh fuck me. Yeah, they do. I the did not killer. know that. Holy shit. The he transferred. So they call him. we we might play him that again. Could be an we'll L. See. Could be an L. Well, He's I'll take the, the W against Northwestern then. Michigan, Michigan State, I'm always going to say we're going to win that game. Indiana, no chance. I think Indiana's too good. Penn State at night, like you said, Cam, I don't know. Maryland, I say we win. But Ohio State, I mean, like you said, it's an annual loss. I, so I think I don't know, uh, man. I, I mean, listen, I think we're in, we're an 8-4, and 9-3 and three program for the rest of time, right? Like 10-2 and two yeah. is the ceiling. And and probably eight and four, uh, eight and five in with a bowl game loss is the is the low, um, you know, outside of a pandemic year, which we don't count. We only count the pandemic year for basketball. Correct. Um, and Why so, exactly? <laughs> Why wouldn't we? Um, I, I actually think I think Northwestern is a for sure win. I, I, I actually think we beat Indiana at home. Honestly, mm. we Indiana, they always give us a tough game on the road. But we always beat them soundly at home. We have actually, I don't know, I, I think there's a streak. I feel out like there. we even play Indiana close at home. I feel like it's never really a blowout, is it? I don't know, but all I know uh, is it that was super close in 2016. Uh, this I remember game. that, John O'Corn. Ohio. Uh, wait, was that at home? Yeah, yeah. We what did we do? Like, like 1420, 2014 in or something. 2019 or 18, we like won an OT at their place, right? 
might have been 2017. 2019, 2019 wow. we won in a blowout. 2017, Shea, I think, was the OT Shea, in Indiana. Shea and Nico, Shea and Nico just won. Oh, you're that right. Game. You're right. Um, let's see. You wanna you wanna know this though? The last time that Indiana beat Michigan in football was 1987. Before last year. Before last. Before year. last. Year. That we don't count. We're not counting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last time they legitimately legitimately beat right. Michigan. Okay. I'm 33 right. years, guys. And you think they're gonna come in here and just beat us? <laughs> come on. So Penn State hasn't hasn't beat us in the Bakehouse since 2009. Then uh, with right. that logic. I agree. We're just. I, mean, I don't even remember last year. Do you guys? It's not. It's not like they were. Uh, it's not like Penn State was winless and came into the Big House and uh, beat us. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. No, I don't know. Oh man. Oh no. fuck. I don't know. I I see us. At, I I like the prediction of nine and three. Uh, I I you know I I think we'll surprise some people. I think we'll surprise some people. I think the expectations are pretty low. But I think that there's a chance they surprise some people. So that's me being very optimistic. And we'll see. And I'm sure after week one, when we like win 24-21 against Western Michigan, then I'll be like, all right, six and six sounds good. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. All right. Well, it's been a while. We've we've gone through like every player, every game. We've gone through it all. You you all all of you listening, if you've made it this far, congratulations. You've heard us ramble on for about an hour. Um, <laughs> but all right, Cam, do you have a hot take for us? Do you have a zero to ninety? Oh, don't put me on the spot here. You don't have <laughs> to. You can if go last. Yeah, I can. I can also cut this. We can go. Le- you can go last. We can do whatever. I got a hot take, but it. Uh, uh, okay, I got a hot take. I got a hot take. Let's do it. All right, all right. Zero to ninety. Well, we haven't gone zero to ninety in a long time. Yeah. We'll go zero to ninety here. Um, Jack, do you have anything? I'll think of something. All right, sounds good. Who Who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right, Cam from. At the Michigan page on Instagram and Twitter, go follow him. Go slide in his DMs. He actually always responds. He's he's the man. He uh, he only leaves me on red sometimes, which is really nice. <laughs> uh, but uh, all right, what's your hot take? Let's go zero to ninety. All right, I'm not. I ain't too sure how hot it is, but I'll go with Son Haskins, twelve hundred yards rushing. Blake Corm, 800. 2,000. 2,000 total? Did I say that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 2000, what kind of math? Wait. I don't yeah. know how much of a hot take this is. Fucking A. Wait, here in Canada, Canada, is this in yards or meters? Is metrics? Yeah. Math, math is hard, <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, man, I'm thinking in the metric system here. But, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, let's do it. I, I like that. I like I that. It. I'd love to I see mean, that. Hey, uh, Josh Gaddis came out and said they want to run the ball more, right? So there you go. There you go. All hey, right. Uh, what, hap- what happened to speed and space, Josh? What happened to speed and space? For real, Fuck though. Man. For real. All right, Jack, you up? Guess so. All right, zero to 90. Go. I think uh, I'm just going to keep riding the Stan Valari bandwagon. 
Uh, he will be Michigan's Superman, and he's going to win the Blitnikoff this year. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't that know if that's a hot take, it, you know, it, but, get but that's what I'm that. saying. That is habanero pepper. Uh, take. Ghost pepper. Got to believe. Got to yeah, believe. What's the hottest one? <laughs> All right. All right. We, we, we're Dan Valari is probably out there like, why the, Who why the these fuck guys are think, these guys? <laughs> <laughs> these guys think I'm a superhuman. <laughs> oh, oh fuck me. Oh. All right. All right. You ready for mine? Ah, go for Here it. Here we go. Here we go. I think we're going to have five different games with a 100-yard receiver. I like that. I like it. I, I would love it. it. If it if it happens, I would love it. It means good things for us. Wow. When I, I don't think even Nico had like – he had like two or three 100-yard games. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, can you, can you name the receivers that will be a part of that stat? Ronnie Bell. Literally every receiver. <laughs> Ronnie Bell will, will be one. They're going to throw the ball to A.J. Henning and Roman Wilson deep a lot. Dude, they're so fast. They have to. They I want to see Roman get deep, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think those three, and I think Ronnie Bell has multiple. Ronnie Bell has two or three. Dude, Ronnie Bell is – I, I don't think he gets enough credit. He Doesn't. He's that dude. He's a three-star, two-star guy. Even I think they came in and basketball just like player. basketball yeah. player, like from like ball, Kansas but, or something. Yeah, but he's like he does everything right. He's a good leader. He tries hard on literally every single play, and he's a stud. He doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, Ronnie has a lot of heart, man. For sure. Heart. For sure. All right. Well, that'll be uh, – I think that'll be it for, for what we've got. Anybody have any last words that they want to they wanna put in? Cam, go I, ahead I and wanted, yourself I wanted to uh, I wanted to touch on Jim's renewed energy a little bit. I mean, right. like, we all, we all noticed it at uh, Big Ten Media Day. It was very refreshing because I find myself not very excited to listen to Jim with the media. He just doesn't give good answers. He's very hard to listen to. He's a little bit cringe. He's very awkward and has these long pauses or just very sporadic and random. You guys know what I'm talking about, but sure. he, he looks healthy. Like he, I don't know. He looks a little bit lean. Like maybe he's taking his health a little more seriously. Maybe his mental health a little more seriously. I feel like he's been so positive about the new younger staff. Uh, they've mentioned the chemistry. Uh, I think I think it's going to pay off, uh, hopefully for the team and hopefully for the staff. I, but I would love to see that, that good old Jim Harbaugh passion on the sidelines again. That is a huge question mark this season, folks. Are we going to see that like we used to? We haven't seen it in about two or three years. Not mm-hmm. sure why. Not sure why. I'd love to know. Wish I had the answers to that. Um, I mean, over this offseason, I did think it was a mistake re-signing Jim Harbaugh. I, he was my guy. I was so confident in him. But last season was the tail end of it, and it decided my, my final opinion. And at the end of the day, though, I was thinking, you know, like, 
maybe maybe the the future of the Michigan coaching should be up to the players. What do the players want? What do they think? Are they happy with who we have? Would they rather move on with somebody else? So that's that's what I want to end this pod with. Maybe uh, just think about that for a minute, and we'll debate it on my Instagram page. There you go. I like that. All right. So, so um, I'm, I'm on TikTok. I recently just started, guys, ooh, getting that going. Uh-oh. I've had, like, three viral videos going now. Uh, I, I'm actually, like, just my personal name on TikTok so far. So that's Cameron Mott, M-A-C-H-T. And then on Instagram and Twitter, at the Michigan page. Thanks, guys. There you go. There you go. So head over to his page uh, when you hear this uh, hear this pod. DM him. Uh, wait, what did they need to DM you about earlier? Anything, man. Let's chat. <laughs> Anything. There you go. <laughs> chat with Cam. You can uh, you know comment on his Instagram. He'll probably put something up here to debate Jim's energy, and uh, and we can have a, a lovely chat on there. Um, you know, he's on Twitter a little bit, not as much as Instagram, but. Uh, got a good Twitter uh, page as well, but um, so go follow him at the Michigan page or on TikTok. You can see his savage dance moves. Uh, at Cameron <laughs> Mott, too. Uh, no, you guys don't want to see that. Trust me. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Get a couple drinks in you at the tailgate. We'll I was see just what about happens. to say. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, I think we're we're hoping to have him at the tailgate for uh, for the Washington game, so we can uh, so head on over. We've also, you know, I don't think we list or mentioned this on our last pod. All our all our gear is out, so uh, check out our gear. Uh, it's at bluebuy90.myshopify.com, mm-hmm. uh, and so we've got tailgating gear, hats, uh, flags, uh, shirts. Well, we're going to put up some hoodies here soon too. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's fun, fun gear. It's supposed to be fun. So, uh, go check that out. We'll be dropping some new things here and then we've got a little promo coming out too here, right? That's right. Cam, we'll give you guys a, a promo code. So we'll do promo code, discount code TMP for the Michigan page. We'll get you 10% off on this, on your entire order. So We'll, we'll let all your followers know, uh, send that out. And then we're actually doing free shipping for orders over $30 now too. So we'll get all that put together and send it over so we can get it out to everybody. Um, but yeah, blueby90.myshopify.com or hit up either of our, uh, either our Twitter or Instagram pages and click the link in bio. and It'll take you right to the blue by 90 shop where you can get all your tailgating apparel and tailgating needs. There you go. <laughs> There you go. All right, Cam, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. You're the man. You know that. We love you. Uh, I can't wait to officially, after two years now, enjoy a drink with you, hopefully in person. I know. Uh, so I, I hope to see you at Michigan Stadium. I hope to see everybody at Michigan Stadium. God, we're getting close. We're getting close, getting close. boys and girls. I'm excited. All right, Only thanks, Cam. appreciate it. Oh, I need to plug us, too, don't I? Oh, All right. You, yeah. You Thank can, you guys. You can, follow, you can follow us at Blue by 90 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, as well as YouTube at Blue by 90 Podcast on YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> All right. There you go. All right. Thanks, Cam. Appreciate it. Go, Blue.